Welcome to Redemption City Church's Pastor's Corner, where Pastor Brandon K. Rochelle shares timely messages of encouragement through life's tragedies, victories, and complexities. Today is episode number one, titled Dealing with Anxiety from the Coronavirus, and I'm your host, Ezekiel Teostrowski. On behalf of this podcast and our ministry, let's make much of Christ's day. Hey there, everyone. This is Pastor Brandon, and I'm super excited to be kind of opening up and welcoming everyone to our very first episode of The Pastor's Corner, brought to you from Redemption City Church. And, you know, um, through God's common grace, we have this wonderful gift of technology. And all this, we know that technology um, in and of itself is not inherently bad. We can use it for good things that glorify God. It can also be a huge distraction. And so for us to be able to kind of leverage technology right now during the coronavirus and social distancing is such an amazing opportunity. And so here, here, here's the aim. Here's going to be the mission for the Pastor's Corner. My hope is that periodically, um, hopefully weekly, if not bi-weekly, we're going to be able to kind of deal and walk through different topics that are going to be helpful for families and singles um, in our church family and, and, and beyond our church family to continue to think well, to think wisely, and to not waste this season um, while we are a little bit separated as a church family. And so uh, my, my hope hope is that you are able to spend some time and that you would think well and deeply about each episode and the things we're going to be talking about. And then that this might stir up conversations at home with within your marriage, with your children, so that we can continue to take steps um, towards everything that God has for us, even in this season. And so um, as we move um, into our next episodes, I won't be the first one you hear. It's going to be our host, Ezekiel, who is going to be leading um, us as the host of this show. And so um, I'm sure that everyone's really excited. Um, um, Ezekiel, to hear that you're on the pastor's corner. Yeah. Excuse me, on the pastor's corner today, um, as the host of the show. So before we get into anything today, how about you just give them a quick update so we can um, kind of know what you've been up to? Yeah, of course. Well, first, I just want to thank you, Pastor Brandon, for you know bringing me on the show to Absolutely. to be a part of this. And I think it's a really cool opportunity just to reach people's lives in the midst of this chaotic season with the whole coronavirus and whatnot. So I'm super honored and excited to continue with the pastor's corner and. You know, obviously, for those who are listening, um, you know, I stepped down within my internship here at Redemption City Church, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to use the time to really evaluate, God, what do you, what do you do in my life? What are, what are some giftings that I have to really, to really learn myself in some deeper ways, so that I can, man, just be more effective um, for the kingdom. And and so I did that by stepping down and went back to Washington just for a moment, uh, just to recoup and get my mind around things. And you know, with the chaoticness of this season, with the whole coronavirus coming up, that. Sp- spurred me on and moved me quickly to come back here and to to live with you pastor brennan and i'm super excited and there's no place i want to be when we're all locked up inside just trying to figure some things out i was just like man what a, what a better place to go and to continue to take steps and just just hang out with my brother basically you know so i'm super excited to be back and um you know guys doing some amazing things in my life so no and let me tell you me and jillian we we really enjoyed having you here um just back with us and the kids and the kids have been enjoying you and so yes it's been a joy and yeah, yeah during this time of social distancing i mean we're pretty much right on top of each other but yeah. we we've really enjoyed it you know doing mm-hmm. our family game nights and yeah. a lot more things in store. And so one of the things that I'm just super proud of you is just, you know, as you transition back to Washington, um, obviously, yes, trying to figure things out. And, and I know that was, there's some difficulties in that. And so just really proud of just how you are taking steps as a young man, continuing to seek after the Lord, even when it's difficult. And so to see yeah. you 
back here thinking well, doing well, living here with our family. Um, and man, I'm just, I just can't wait to see yes. um, what yeah. God's going to do. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, thank you again. You know, I'm, I'm really grateful. And, and I'm sure most of our church community is wanting to know, how are you doing, you know, in this right. time, you know, with the whole coronavirus staying inside and how, how you're doing physically and just seeing, you know, uh, how you're doing from a spiritual perspective and just overall, you know, what, what have you been up to in this time um, uh, throughout the coronavirus? Yeah, well, I think the most faithful answer is, you know, we never really know, right, how, how we're really doing. We, we, could, we could think we know, but we're not God and we don't know. I mean, I can tell you this much, on October 22nd, 2012, um, I went into the chiropractor's office thinking that I was pretty relatively yeah. fine, just a little bit of mm-hmm. shoulder pain. But yeah. um, when I left, my life had changed forever. And so it's really a sobering reality that we ultimately don't really know. I mean, we could feel fine right now and have things going on in our body. But what I can say is today, in all the knowledge that I have, I do feel um, pretty good in terms of like virus, flu, sickness, and yeah. things like like that. Obviously, um, I have difficulties with right now. I go to physical therapy, as you know, and um, our the clinic where I get treatment for my spinal cord um, brainstem injury is closed yeah. at least until April 28th. Wow. Could be longer. And so uh, uh, that that's that's super challenging. Um, yeah. But we're working through that. You're helping with that. And so that's been yeah, that's course, been super yeah. beneficial. And, you know, some other things that I'm up to is just trying to keep up with my daily walks and, and the kind of life rhythms that help me not only to think well, to do well, to lead my family well, but just to keep my body moving, um, just literally just the blood flow kind of going yeah. through. And, um, you know, this is tax season. And so, you know, we've been yeah. working on that and got the extension. So that's been great. And just continuing yeah. to think like, oh, man, God, where are you leading Redemption City Church? What, what's gonna, what are we going to do in this season? What do you have for us beyond yeah. this season? And then, of course, having some intentional time at home with the family, the kids, and of course, you hanging out with my bro. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that's amazing. And you know what's cool in that is just to see God's faithfulness in the midst of everything locked up, stay inside, you not being able to go to physical therapy, just God's faithfulness still in your life and still providing avenues and opportunities to, to take steps of growth spiritually, physically, you know, and all that. So, yeah, and let me say this, you know, on a, on a spiritual perspective, when I'm thinking about this the season we're in with the coronavirus and 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 the social distancing the main thing is i just really don't want to make light of the situation yeah. that we're in you well, know yeah yeah and i mean we, we're seeing that a lot you know on the news like you know you have the famous story with the the young uh, college students in florida went on spring break if i get the corona i get the corona and so my hope with with uh, with my family here and then of course as we're leaving our churches that we wouldn't make light of this season yeah. and also that we wouldn't waste this season you know yeah. i think that w- with all this um, um, extra time that seemingly a lot of us have on our on our hands. What is God? And I want to talk about that later today. Is you know, what, God, what do you have for us mm-hmm. to do with this extra time? I, I want to think sober minded about everything I possibly can. You know, obviously God is in charge, right? Yeah. But we see that in Scripture that God is in charge of all things. And um, in, in the Word of God, it says that um, who is He that controls the seas and the winds and, and, and the storms of life? And so that same God who who calms storms and seas that we see in the Gospels is the same God that in indeed could stop the coronavirus in this track with just a word, but he's yeah. not. And so that means that God um, is saying something uh, particularly to us as as sons and daughters. And so what, what is he saying? I want to know, I want to I discern, and I want to I step into and say, God, what where are you trying to communicate to yeah. your people? Because mm-hmm. he has a purpose for everything. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and man, that's, that's a good word right there, you know. And, and you're right about stepping into opportunities and different stuff like that. And obviously we know, um, and for those who don't know, Pastor Brennan had a opportunity to go down to Stockton and speak at an awakening conference down there. And, you know, I was really looking forward to, yeah. to traveling with you, visiting oh, your hometown and spending time with my brother, watching God work in and through you at the conference. But, uh, you know, during this time, like 
what's going on with that you know now with the coronavirus like have you heard any updates about the conference is it still going on what's yeah, the news yeah absolutely so the senior pastor who's overseeing this awakening conference his name is morrow um and so he, we have been um probably talking maybe at least every two two and a half weeks and so they did make the decision obviously with the mandates coming down with the social distancing yeah. that we can i think it's that this is california can't be with the more than five people in a place where it could be 10 but wow. obviously a conference of over 200 plus people um leaders and members of churches um that wouldn't be possible so they did uh, i should uh, excuse me it wasn't canceled it was postponed and so okay. The, okay. the joy my yeah, brother yeah. is that we're, they're hoping to reschedule this later in the year obviously we can't set a date awesome. but we're we're hoping tracking maybe sometime in the fall, yeah. October-ish, and then we'll be able to pick up with our with our with our great trip. I'm looking forward to having that one-on-one -on -one time with you, yeah. traveling, and then mm -hmm. obviously being able to come back. And you know, with this is this is kind of where I come from. This is where my ministry started, and so to be able after all this injury, after all the pain and the doctors, to be able to come back to exhort the word of God at the awakening conference is just a sweet opportunity. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah, we'll just keep praying towards that and keep praying for um, for um, Pastor Morrow and Reach Worship Center who's hosting this conference because yeah, I know course. that it's it's very important to them. Yeah, yeah, it'd be difficult, you know, like there's headlines everywhere, you know, all the time about the coronavirus and, you know, yeah. churches and all these businesses are, are struggling with just, just how things are going. And it's, it's pretty crazy to watch quite the time. You know, every day we're seeing more reports of, of death tolls going up and, and people of all different ages contracting the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. You know, it's pretty yeah, crazy no, with the, the economic markets, you know, pretty much frozen and the airlines are coming to an all out stoppage. You know, obviously because of that, we're not able to go to, to California to the conference and whatnot. And, you know, all these issues of, of having loss and income and jobs. And, you know, we have uh, politicians on the news about 24 hours a day trying to convince people to stay inside and practice yeah, social that's distancing. Not, and that's not easy. Yeah, you know, and every single state has reports of the coronavirus at this time, and the hospitals are struggling to keep up. They're getting filled. Too many people. It's it's quite insane in the sense where you know a lot, a lot of the older citizens that are uh, directly in bullseye of this coronavirus, you know, are, are it's now affecting the, the the young people. You know, yeah. older and young are, are being affected by it. When we yeah. first thought the older people were, were going to be more affected, right. but now young people, you right. know, and people are stressing. Adults are stressing. Parents. Kids, business owners are stressing so many. It's hitting on so many different levels yeah, from just really a personal is. level to with the businesses, all of that, you know. And so whether we get the coronavirus or not, every single one of us has at least uh, indirectly been affected by this pandemic. You right. know, it's not just, oh, we got the virus. It's, man, what was affecting us? Jobs, family, whatever, you know, and the reports. Um of this month that uh, could be could be the last for uh, we don't know how long the reports are going to be you know right. it could be it could be a long time for another some say some say it's till june some are saying till august some are yeah. saying it's going to maybe hopefully go down in the summer and then it's going to pick back up in the winter yeah, like, we don't know how long geez. this is going to last you know mm -hmm. so like with everything that's going on you know how, how do we deal with anxiety that this brings as uh, surrounded by the coronavirus you know all the fears that mm -hmm. that are built up by that yeah. you know the the, the doubt with the businesses and whatnot, sure. you know, like having no job or income, like, man, how do we as Bible believing Christ exalting followers trust in God, you know, and, and see God in the midst of, of all of this chaos? No, yeah, that, that's a great question. It's kind of the, the crux of our episode today, you know, yeah. you know, how do we deal with this, the anxiety, the fear that's surrounding everything with the coronavirus. And so, so let's, let's think about it this way, like who, I want you to, I want you to think well with me, Ezekiel, and everybody who's listening right now, like who can actually have a robust experience of, of totally being free from fear and anxiety and, and, and pressure. Who can, who can truly be full? Think about this. Who can be full of peace and contentment in the face of danger? Like 
like who can actually have a warranted, justifiable, God-given, God-sustained freedom from anxiety, an unshakable peace and a type of like strength and a, and a type of rest, even in the midst of a world gone crazy. And I think it's crystal clear in the word of God. And we, when we turn to the Bible, that God, Jesus, he, he commands and he offers, he does both. He, he commands in scriptures and he also, he offers an invitation of a life of fearlessness for us as his sons and daughters, yeah. for us as his, as Bible believing, true Christ followers. This is something that Christ is offering us, a type of fearlessness, a type of rest in him, mm -hmm. but it's also a command, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. um, in Hebrews 13, chapter six, it says, so we can say confidently, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And so that's kind of the, that's the anthem for us as, as Christians is like, man, because I am acknowledging that the Lord, not, not the president, not even our church family is our chief, you know, our chief helper. Our chief helper is the God of the universe mm -hmm. who spoke the you know the whole world into existence if yeah. he's our helper we have nothing to fear and no, you know true. and so that's that's just really really important and you know i, I also think um wisely about in philippians you know paul really exhorts um, a posture that we should have when things are are seemingly difficult and when we are afraid yeah. and so and i want i want to share that in philippians chapter 4 verses um six through seven it says do not be anxious about anything but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, right? When we seek God and we come to him, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, which surpasses the coronavirus, mm -hmm. it surpasses all things that we go through, it's going to guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And so um, I think it's so important for us, like, you know, okay, so how, how do we as Christians, how do we not be overwhelmed by anxiety? I think it first turns with turning to God. Mm -hmm. And I think that sounds like simple, kind of like we say all the time, like turn to God, turn to God. But I can tell you right now, as the lead pastor of a church and someone who is basically um, for a career, um, a Bible thinker and a Bible communicator, mm -hmm. I can tell you, sometimes my first thought is not prayer. Sometimes my first thought is not to open up the Bible when things happen. Sometimes my first, my first um, thought is to react, to mm -hmm. do, to mm -hmm. act. And, and, and so that's something that, man, I, I'm convicted about um, at times. And it's like, man, turning to God in the midst of a stressful moment. And so I want to encourage everyone who's listening, um, man, have you turned to God? Have you just sat yeah. down and prayed and sought the God of the universe mm -hmm. and invited him into your situation? And then I think it's really important. And it's not by accident that God inspired Paul to say immediately after prayer, is to come with thanksgiving, right? Mm -hmm. And so, man, even right now, there's there's real losses. I mean, think about if you're listening right now, you're a high school student. This is a difficult time, especially if it's your senior year. You know, I understand that, you, you man, proms have been canceled. Senior trips have been canceled. Sports, your senior year, your hopes, your letterman, all these things are, are being yeah. canceled. You know, maybe you're yeah. in your teaching field, it's your first year, and you're, you're not able to finish your student teaching, and, you, and you're just overwhelmed. You're not knowing how all it's going to play out. And so I think that there are so many things right now going on in the coronavirus um, season, this pandemic, where there's a lot of losses. Yeah. Um, but I, I do know that God is still working, you know? And, mm -hmm. and I think that if we can take moments out of our day mm -hmm. and to say, God, man, let me tell you what I'm thankful for. You know, yeah. uh, I'm thankful that I'm well. I'm thankful that I'm not, I'm not sick at this moment. I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head. That I have food in my stomach. That I, have, I, I get to do life with people I love. I, got, I have a beautiful wife. I have two kids. I got my brother here. I get to do life with my brother, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You. Mm -hmm. And so there's yeah. so much to be thankful for. And, and I love how Paul kind of 
Dr. Schindel's down in the verse, and, and he says in verse 11, not that I'm speaking of being in need, and this is really important for us, not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation, I am to be content. This is a season where I do believe God is inviting us as his children to yeah. be content, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. and I mean, even for you, I mean, um, this is a time where you could be doing so many things. You're, 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 you're 21, almost 22 years old, but man, man what does it look like for you, you know, to, yeah. to be content this season for me? I want to take steps. I, I've already laid down for five or six years on my back in this entry, but how can I find contentment mm -hmm. in the season the verse continues on it says i know how to be brought low i know how to abound in any and every circumstance i have learned the secret of facing plenty in my life mm -hmm. or, or, or not having much in my life um but here's here's the key i can do all things through christ through him right mm -hmm. who strengthens me and so just keeping christ centered yeah. um i think is going to be really really important yeah yeah you know i i find it crazy especially with the whole pandemic i, I like how you said of really just being thankful for the things that god has blessed us with and, and right. what when everything gets stripped away when we're unable to really go out or do things or mm -hmm. have a lot of money flowing in possibly or many right. different avenues man we really get to see the value in things that god has already blessed us with so you know how are some things in, in light of the valuing what god you know has given you pastor brandon you know how, how do you do that to remind yourself daily of like man god you've blessed me with these opportunities or just thankfulness like what do you do to posture yourself right. in your mind and your yeah. heart daily no no that's really good you know so um this might be uh was it how they say it tmi too much information but we're going to go ahead and lean into that you know so uh, it, we're, this is my uh, way of leaning into the coronavirus pandemic you know you got people on youtube TikTok, all kind of things killing mm -hmm. time so how about are we just have a little too much information moment so um typically when i get up in the morning i, I go to the bathroom this is what it is you know yeah, yeah. and so uh and uh to the right of, of where i'm using the bathroom i have this little book um this little green book and it's but it's one of the most powerful books and i use it all the time to just start my day with the lord it literally takes like 45 seconds it's like five or six lines and it usually is a really short verse a very short exhortation yeah. and i try to start my day that way because i mean left to my own devices man i just start going yeah. and i just yeah. forget all about god and so that's one way i try to i try to um i don't do it all the time not perfectly but i do try to start my day um with a, a, just a, a little mini five minute devotion and then um and then as i'm walking you know particularly when i'm doing my walks i try to think well and i and i do try to have moments of gratitude you know and i've been enjoying having you on some of those walks yeah. and i do some of my walks and um, during the afternoon hours and even though I'm, I might be in a full conversation about whatever you and I are talking about on our walk yeah. or I can be listening to my wife talk about her uh, whatever's going on at work today there's just a part of my spirit that's just and just especially I just mm -hmm. love the nature where I'm just mm -hmm. like man I'm interacting with just with God's world you know yeah. and it just it really does it really does center me and then honestly another way I'm able to do that is just to slow down and to look at the people that God is around me with I mean mm -hmm. it's just so incredible I just feel so thankful you know yeah. every day I wake up and I get to uh do life with with my family here so those yeah. are just some simple ways yeah you know? we're yeah. only a couple weeks into it I yeah some yeah. more later yeah you know no, that's amazing you know and I think for me I, you know I've seen it revealed just the reality of like wow you could be doing a lot of things before the coronavirus was coronavirus was starting. I was doing a lot right. of things and whatnot, but when everything stripped away, it's like, man, well, we look around. What you, you, I don't really have a schedule, a set schedule. Right. I'm like following right. every day. So it's right. like trying to figure out 
just just being content, like you yes. said, you know, and that, and that can be difficult for for some of us and many different people. Just like wow, their identity is wrapped in something else, you know. Sure. So I think it is a revealing season for most of us spiritually. Do you see that? Yeah, you know, no, I do see that. And, I, and I, I'm 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 glad you brought up the whole schedule thing. You know, that's going to be one of our episodes coming up. Is how do we mm -hmm. use our time? How do we um, kind of collide family life and, and work um, a balance? And so yeah. obviously we talked earlier in the episode about not wasting this season, not wasting, it, right? Yeah, and so yeah. um, and so I, I'm really looking forward to having another episode where, where we where, where the whole episode is about how do we not waste the extra time that God's given us but let me let me just kind of kind of fillet and nuance something that I said earlier about this fearlessness that we're called to live in because that can just be kind of honestly overwhelming yeah. and it can make you feel defeated like yeah. oh wait a minute God's calling me to be fearless I don't feel fearless so I guess I'm I'm not walking well with the Lord so let me let me just talk about that for a moment the type of fearlessness that I'm kind of referring to is not what we see in the movies with superheroes who yeah. um, are able just to overcome and and, mm -hmm. and dominate you know yeah. all, all throughout the whole whole movie that's and here's the, the biggest thing the way that the world the way that hollywood the way that we think about that term fearlessness is not based on reality yeah so let's just start there it's not based mm -hmm. on reality let's talk about reality listen god is real that's reality satan is real hell is real jesus christ is real the holy spirit is real faith and the absence of having true genuine faith is real mm -hmm. um yeah. heaven is real hell is real these are real things and um th these are all great realities um of, of the universe that god has created and, and and none of us have a type of fearlessness that matches what we see in the movies but the type of fearlessness that we are called to have as christians is the type that says despite our emotions despite the things that we're feeling in, in, you know in our hearts including fear we have an answer yeah and that's what it means to have fear is that we have a supreme answer in god that moves us from being paralyzed by that fear to doing something with it yeah. right and so mm -hmm. it's almost like we get to leverage our fear for the glory of god instead of being overwhelmed by it and being a slave no. to it yeah no i think i think that's really important pastor brandon that you nuance that because like you said the Hollywood, this type of fearlessness to go out and do something without having any fear or whatnot is 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 a very bad picture of mm -hmm. the reality of this deep spiritual fear that God right. has given us a God fearing um just just a personality or heart i should say you know towards the god of the universe it's not a mm -hmm. man i i don't fear going to this the supermarket or going right. to the store to tell me get the coronavirus it's not that you know i, I think what that uh the deep spiritual god fear uh, sure. brings is is going to bed in a, in a place of just rest and trusting right. god you're really trusting god in the midst of this season so thank you for nuancing that because we can get lost in that too okay yeah, i've been freaking out over here but man it's 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 not yeah. about that you know no, and i want to invite i want to invite myself and you zeke i want to invite everyone who's listening into a test right now and so I want I want you just to think well right now if you're walking maybe you're doing a walk right now maybe you're driving maybe you're sitting in your room here's a, here, here's a compass test okay uh, here's a heart test to kind of figure out where you're at are you being overwhelmed and are you being a slave to a type of fearlessness a type of fear that's paralyzing you or are you able to walk in a type of Christ-centered fearlessness mm -hmm. that actually allows you to be a light for the kingdom and so here, here's one of the things is your life and is your hope and are, and, are, and are the pillars of your life, are, are they rooted in God or are they rooted in stuff, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. you, it, it, it is the things that makes you feel secure rooted in material, consumeristic realities, or are they rooted in the principles that we see yeah. in Scripture? Listen to me. We, none of us should be taking the coronavirus, this pandemic, uh, lightly. 
you know, yeah. right? This is this is a really serious time. People are dying, and and, and 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 the trends are going up. This some people will walk away from this season, and their lives will be changed forever. You know, it reminds me of our Christmas sermon we just had, um, not uh, this past December, and we talked about that. Everyone's not chippery on Christmas, and mm -hmm. I can assure yeah. you, um, there will be many American homes that will have different Christmases and birthday parties. Um, when when this when we get through this coronavirus, yeah. um, as people have lost their life, and so I think it's really important that what's holding us up in this season is not our jobs, yeah. it's not our careers. Some of us have been blessed to be able to work from home, but listen, those things can change just like that. Yeah. And so, are we putting our hope, and is our final and full rest being found in our jobs? found in people, found in our church, our churches, or is it being found in the God of the universe? And I think that if we can shift our affections and our trust and our peace and our hope, no matter what happens, like Paul said in Philippians, no matter, uh, we've all had more than we have right now. But if we can get into the posture and we can trust God in such a manner that says, if you bring me to my lowest and I have very little, if I have no support and it's just me and you, God, you're going to be enough for me. Mm -hmm. It's when you cross over this bridge of saying, God, you're enough that you get to have this bravery and this fearlessness that doesn't interact like a fool walking around being careless, but it allows you to be free in Christ in a way yeah. where you can actually do some really, really legit things. And so we yeah. need to cast wisely our thoughts and our time towards the word of God. I just want to exhort right now to everybody who's listening, spend time in the word of God. That can look a lot of ways, right? That can be Bible study, devotion, listening to sermons, um, just, but spend time stirring your affections up um, with the things that God says. And l let me just kind of share one, a verse that gives me hope right now. And, I want, and I'm hoping that it offers you hope as you hear it. It comes out of Romans chapter eight, verses 37 through 39. And this is what the word of the Lord says. No, this is Paul. He's wrapping up this massive, massive exhortation. So it wraps up and says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And so mm -hmm. our hope is that no matter what happens with the coronavirus pandemic, that God is more of a conqueror even over this coronavirus. Mm -hmm. He will, yeah. God will see us through this, you know, and we have to remember that. Mm -hmm. And then it continues on in verse 38. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, no power, no, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so that includes the coronavirus pandemic. The coronavirus pandemic will not separate us if we lean in to God in this time. And that's yeah. what that, and that's the hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and those can stir up a lot of questions like, man, what's it look like to lean into God in this specific moment? Or what yes. do I do? Do I need to go out and get a job? Or, right. you know, like all this stuff, because like Ecclesiastes say, all things come to pass, but we don't right. know when that time is, right. you know, we right. don't know when this come to pass. So maybe what's some, you know, to kind of close things off a yes, little bit, yeah, like yeah. What, what's some helpful things to set our mind straight before we continue to listen to these podcasts of like, okay, mm. uh, we don't have an end date. We don't see when yeah. this is coming. No, we, don't. we have no idea idea right. you know we, we don't know who knows that maybe we could get it or whatnot you know but but in light of all this you know what should we do moving forward with our mind with our time wisely with our family stewarding it you know as we finish this this podcast off you know today no that's that's really good um i 
let, let's let's answer that question and let's end this podcast with this first. I think it's very uh, it's very timely and I think it's a good use of our time. And, and again, um, in future episodes, we're going to get into practical realities. I won't stay just up in the heavenlies yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I want to talk just plainly, like what are we doing in the mornings with our kids, all that kind of stuff. But but I think this is fitting um, to answer your question. Second Peter chapter one verse ten says, "Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election, mm-hmm. for if you practice these." qualities you will never fall ezekiel the biggest danger that we all have right now in this time of being kind of isolated and social distancing and all of our rhythms being broken is that we will fall yeah and the kind of falling i'm talking about is actually not just from the 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 virus i'm not primarily and chiefly talking about falling because you're sick yeah i'm not i'm not chiefly talking about falling because you get into a little bit of a depression Mm -hmm. i'm actually talking about falling away from the faith yeah, yeah. Um, we were called to do life in community, particularly as the body of Christ. And right now, because of um, our, our authorities that God, by the way, has placed over us. Yeah. OK, yeah. that's not being allowed. Yeah. And so um, if we can spend our time, however that looks with family, one on one, joyful walks in the time in the word of God, however it is, I believe that every single one of us somewhere and somehow need to be diligent, yeah. steadfast, working hard to confirm our election. Yeah. And what that means without going into a whole thing is this is a time for us all to become more God-centered and to, and to walk away. If we can walk away from this season mm-hmm. with more confidence that yeah. we are chosen and adopted by God, this is what Peter's saying, be, the, be more diligent to confirm, to have confidence yeah. that I'm a child of God. Listen, I would love to see our faith family. I would love to do church. I would love to exhort, get back into Ephesians and and continue to do that. But let me tell you what, if God um, has allowed this coronavirus thing to happen in in a pandemic type of a way, and our church family, as individual families and individual people could spend this time affirming and confirming who they are in Christ. Yeah finding that identity in Christ and we can come back together whenever we get through this with more confidence in who we are in Christ it will all be worth it I believe with all my heart that the coronavirus is a wake-up call and it's a huge question to the whole world but especially to us as Christians Um, and I believe God is saying will you trust me yeah will you trust me with your life will Mm -hmm. you trust me with what you care about will you trust me with your family and i believe that's something that god is asking us will we trust him in a season like this to take care of us above all things yeah you know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and i believe that's something that god wants to yeah yeah well thank you for that word pastor brandon that that, that's true man we just want to trust god you know and and Mm -hmm. that's our hope every day you know we we both want to wake up it's like man god what do you have for us how can we make the best use of our time in the midst of this this crazy chaotic time out out in this world you know and 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 it's our hope that that the people who are listening and beyond man Mm -hmm. and are being restored in their lives by the God of the universe and seeing God work because God is much bigger Mm. than than we know and even can see. He's so big in so many ways and and, and weaves this redemption story for our lives, right? So so thank you for sharing a a wonderful word today and and, and our hope and my hope is that, man, we could just pray for the the communities, for our lives and the people's lives, Redemption City Church, that that we'd be unified through the technology and and, in different ways and that despite the inability to see each other in person, that we can still connect with one another and, and just trust and see God. So would, would you close us in prayer as we you know finish this podcast off, Pastor Brennan? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do that now. <sighs> Heavenly Father, we 
man, we, we are so grateful and we're so thankful, Lord, because there, there's two ways that we could be going through this coronavirus pandemic, Lord, with you or without you. And I'm just believing and I'm hoping and I'm trusting that um, many of those who are listening to this podcast are choosing to do it with you, God. But Lord, right now, I want to pray for those who may um, be struggling. They're on the fence. Lord, they are falling away from you. They're, they're struggling right now with the circumstances. And I just pray, Lord, that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you would strengthen them. And that you would give them, Lord, strength, Lord, not to be strong in the, in the world's eyes. The strength to actually be weak before you. To acknowledge where they need you. To acknowledge where they're falling short. God, I pray for those who are struggling financially right now. Lord, that they would understand that you promised us in scripture that you would always provide our daily bread. Mm -hmm. And Lord, I believe with all my heart that you will remain faithful to that promise to your children. I, I pray for anybody who is like, experiencing any type of symptoms, coronavirus or not, Lord. Lord, your will, Lord, for us, Lord, is to be able, Lord, to um, to seek you, to glorify you, to worship you. So anything, Lord, that um, takes away from that ability, Lord, I, um, Lord, I pray that you would eradicate that in the name of Jesus. I pray for our country and the and the leaders and the and the rule the rulers who are kind of um, governing our country and making very important decisions that are sending a trajectory of what where we will go as a country. That you would um, give them the wisdom and the foresight and the insight that they need God. And then I pray, Lord, for our church family specifically, let this would not be a time where we are weakened, but a, a season where we are actually strengthened, God. Mm -hmm. I pray that we would all be able to spend this time, Lord, uh, just discerning and confirming and affirming our election and our, and, and, and our, and our, and our, <clears throat> who we are in you, Lord, as sons and daughters, Lord. We, we've been spending the last five months in the book of Ephesians learning that we are chosen and adopted and wealthy and sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit. We have the opportunity for redemption, forgiveness. Let this be a season where we just kind of wade in that water and that it just permeates out of our lives, Lord. And then I pray, Lord, when, not if, but when, Lord, you lift up, Lord, us out of this pandemic, Lord, and life goes back to status quo, that we would not go back to status quo, that we would not come out on the other side, the same men and the same women and the same families that we were before, that we would be utterly, distinctly, and uniquely different, and different because you, Lord, have touched our lives. And so thank you for providing this episode. Thank you for um, the research sources to do this. We hope to continue to glorify you, to make much of you in, in, in upcoming episodes. And it's in your beautiful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks.